Welcome to the Rebirth of the Rose Podcast. I'm your seeker of knowledge. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you all for joining me today. Today's episode is going to be a little bit about the Anunnaki, a little bit about religion, along with me talking about the definition of evidence and religion. But before I start today's episode, I feel this is important for me to share. If you have ever listened to any of my previous podcast episodes, along with reading any of my material on my website, then you know that all I do is share what I've learned from the many books I've read. I've also taken courses from prestigious schools such as Harvard. I literally have a certificate from Harvard from taking an online course they offer through edx.org. Every so often I'll sign up and take a course offered by edx.org and they are free or you can pay for the certificate version and all that is is having to take tests and quizzes and passing them to receive a a certificate but the thing is the information doesn't change it's the same exact class but the paid version is to receive a certificate so when it comes to my website i'm very knowledgeable about what i share at www.rebirthoftheword.com So jumping right into today's episode, what I'm starting to realize is that the ancient astronaut theories have been getting a lot of attention lately. People who are religious have their beliefs. They don't always live by their beliefs and what is required by the religion, but for the most part, there is a belief in a God, no matter what religion someone chooses. And now that the ancient astronaut theories are gaining a lot of attention, the people who believe in these theories in many cases from my experience are no different from the people who go to church every Sunday. Why do I say that? Many ancient alien theorists have told me that they believe that the Anunnaki came from a different planet and nothing else can change their mind. Kind of the same thing I hear about how there is only one God when it comes to Christianity. But what is the evidence that suggests that there is even a God or gods or even the Anunnaki? Well, first, what is evidence? Just so we are all on the same page, I'm going to read off the different definitions of evidence according to Oxford languages. The first one is the available body of facts or information indicating whether a belief or proposition is true or valid. The second one, and this is under the the, the law section, is if information given personally drawn from a document or in the form of material objects tending or used to establish facts in a legal investigation or admissible as testimony in court. For example, without evidence, they can't bring a charge. And the third one is is signs or indications of something. So as you heard, There are different definitions, and that's just by Oxford. Now, let me tell you one of the definitions from Merriam-Webster. It's an outward sign. Evidence, according to Merriam-Webster, is it's an outward sign. So when it comes to God or gods or the Anunnaki, there is a lot of substantial evidence that supports either theory. The oldest religion practiced today is Hinduism. There are many different gods in Hinduism, but there is only one supreme god. According to www.sacredtext, 
Vedas.com, there are four Vedas. The Vedas are the primary texts of Hinduism. They also had a vast influence on Buddhism, Jainism, and Sikhism. So obviously, there is evidence of gods that men and women worshipped. I mean, whether you believe it or not, there's evidence, at least according to the many different definitions that I shared earlier. I've read from many different sources that Krishna is the same individual as Jesus. Don't worry, I'll be doing a podcast episode on that in the near future, maybe with a slideshow. But anyway, if you've ever read the Mahabharata, you'll be shocked by some of the things that are written by or written about Krishna. And then learning that Krishna could be the same as Jesus. I mean, geez, the, the knowledge that is out there, you, you just got to take the time to read for yourselves, for yourself if you truly are curious and want to know. This stuff gets deep. I'm shocked about the stuff that I know and have read. I'm shocked that there's way more to religion than what was taught growing up. And that's why I share all I can on my website, www.rebirthoftheword.com. One of my favorite authors as of today is Godfrey Higgins, writer of the book Celtic Druids and Anacalypsis, Volume 1 and 2. I highly recommend you go check him out. However, either way, there is evidence of God's and Hinduism isn't even the oldest religion. When it comes to what is the oldest religion practice today, I find out that it's Hinduism. When it comes to what was the first indication of religion, I find, according to evolutionary archaeology, that basically religion started when burying the dead. The beginning of belief in an afterlife is when burying the dead was starting to be performed by uh, humans. This is what is suggested. But then again, to be on the same page as my listeners, I want to read at least one definition of religion so there is no confusion about what I'm saying. According to one of the definitions from Merriam-Webster, religion is a personal set or institutionalized system of religious attitudes, beliefs, and practices. That right there with that definition, I can most certainly understand why there are possibly about 4,200 different religions. But just like evidence in religion, God has many meanings. For one, Elohim is a Hebrew word that could indicate many gods. However, in Christianity, this is not so. To them, Elohim means only one God, even though the original text, from what I understand, means one or more gods. Christianity only believes in one of the many gods of the Elohim. Even though they don't believe that, whatever makes that person feel good inside is all on them. But you can't take away and deny what is. And even though many Christians would deny that there are many gods, you can't change what is, no matter what your belief is. Just so there is no confusion, here's a reminder of what's written in the Holy Bible, the King James Version. Exodus 25. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. 
Just reading that right there in itself, that sacred text shows that there are many gods and that no one will serve any of those other gods because the one in the Holy Bible is a jealous God. However, either way, there is evidence of gods and what's amazing about religion and the Elohim is that many people like to compare what's written in the Holy Bible to either what's recorded in ancient Mesopotamia or in ancient Egypt. Many people believe that the Egyptian gods and Anunnaki gods are one of the same. Either way, there are tens of thousands of artifacts from both the ancient Mesopotamians and ancient Egyptians about their beliefs in their gods. So with all I've said, there is plenty of evidence according to the many different different definitions I've shared earlier about gods. The only thing is whether it's true or not. Listen, I created my website www.rebirthoftheword.com because of my curiosity for ancient mysteries. I've been most interested in ancient civilizations and their gods. With everything I've read and researched, I felt that I needed a place to share my knowledge and hopefully in return learn from others what they have learned. This is about bringing forth all the information that I can personally gather and placing it in one central location for me to continue my research. Through my website, I hope to learn from others and their opinions on some of the topics I'll continue to share and have shared in the past. If we all take our pieces of the puzzle and put them together, there is no telling what picture we may see. I'm here to learn and share what I've learned. I truly want to learn our past history and I can't allow myself while I'm doing that to get sucked into believing only one theory. There are people who believe in what their religion says. There are people who believe in extraterrestrials and aliens. And then there are people who share the idea that the gods that were recorded in the ancient text were nothing more than just regular men and women being deified for the for their contributions. And they believe a lot of what is recorded in ancient texts is exaggerated. But either way, there is enough evidence for each and all of the theories I've come to learn. And I've shared many of them on my website, www.rebirthoftheword.com. So for that, until next time, knowledge is power. <laughs>